Blog Talk Radio. God afternoon. I'm your host, Minister Myrene Wise, and welcome to the Love Gospel Hour. If you enjoy gospel music and an inspirational word, you come to the right place now. Let's get your praise on.
Because, I, you know, we feel like we're drowning in the situation and we, we can't pull ourselves up, up over the water, you know, that type of a thing. But if we just keep on blessing his name, everything is going to be all right. Well, I tell you, it's cold here in Chicago. It's 20 degrees, and I mean, it, it is cold. So we have to bundle up around here, wherever you are. I hope that you're comfortable and warm and ready to get your praise on. So let's keep going with um, our praises 
And let me give a shout out to I see my cousin Tracy on the line since I'm giving some shouts out. I want to welcome you back, T. And uh, let's see. We've got Christina on the line, Queenie, Uncle Melvin. We've got Keith and Trudy on the line. So just giving you guys a quick shout-out. I want to let you know I love you and I appreciate your support. Um, So let's get your mind right. Another one of the ball jumps, Joey, uh-huh. She got us the moon, let's go. She flows. Get your mind right, get your mind right. Woke up this morning, persuaded to live for you, but as the day went on, I got frustrated, and before I knew I was losing my mind. Overwhelmed. So I'm a Christian. Busting roots, the gates of hell Well, how should I proceed When drama follows me People with evil eyes That seek to see me lose my peace My mind ain't right right now I'm feeling overwhelmed Dear God, I need you To save me from myself I hear what I'ma wait for the express line. Come on, call, come on. Baby, text them up. Wait for time to answer, cause I'm so caught up. And my plans for the day is the end of Once again, gotta play no time to get in the word of God. Wait, I'll do it at work. Come on, word, I'll make it work the way the wild shouldn't hurt. But here I go again, two clients come in. And I'm stuck in a rut, Lord, I miss it again. My
that Jesus will fix it. I'm just so grateful to God for uh, Gigi and her ministry and uh, how it's blessing so many people, especially me. I thank God for my pastor um, and his support, and I thank God for you, my father's children. Um, Today I want to talk about an encounter with Jesus, and I want to come from Luke, verses Uh, Chapter 7, verses 11 through 15. And it says this, And it came to pass the day after that he went into a city called Nain, and many of his disciples went with him and much people. Now when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out. The only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her. And he said unto her, Weep not. And he came and he touched the bier, and they that bore him stood still, and he said, Young man, I say unto thee, Arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak, and he delivered him to his mother. Heavenly Father, Lord God, we love you, we thank you, we praise you. You're such a good and and an awesome God and a compassionate God, Lord God, and we just thank you. We're asking, Lord God, that you are with me as I deliver what I believe you placed in my spirit, Lord God. If I put something on the paper you don't want, please uh, take it out of my uh, sight. And, Lord, if there's something that I didn't write down, please place it in my spirit. I only want to say those things that you would have me to say. These things I pray in your holy son, Jesus' name, amen. Well, I want to talk to you this afternoon about encountering or, or having a chance experience with Jesus Christ and how when you do Something is going to happen. A change is going to happen. You cannot have an encounter with Jesus and remain the same. In the book of Acts, Saul had an encounter with Christ on the road to Damascus. Uh, And as a result, he no longer sought Christians to kill. He became the sought-after Christian to kill. In Luke 8, the woman with the issue of blood for 12 long years had an encounter with Christ. The scripture says that as a result of this encounter, she was healed immediately. In Luke 5, a man covered with leprosy and had an encounter with Jesus. He cried out, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched him and said, I am willing, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left the man. You cannot have an encounter with Jesus and not experience a change in your life. There's three things that I want to bring out. First, encountering the Jesus of compassion. You see, as Jesus was entering into Capernaum, he learned that a centurion servant was sick and about to die. And the centurion had sent some elders to meet Jesus and to tell him that, please come and heal this servant. So Jesus made the decision to go, and as he was headed to heal the servant, in fact, the scripture says he was just about at this house, the centurion sent other people there to tell him not to trouble himself by coming to heal the servant, but to just say the word, and the servant would be healed. And Jesus was amazed at the centurion's faith and spoke the word, and the servant was healed. Shortly after Jesus healed the centurion's servant, we find Jesus traveling toward the city of Nain, accompanied by a large crowd. The name Nain means pleasant. It means beauty or delightful. However, on this day, 
this city of beauty, this city of pleasantness was overshadowed by something dark, something gloomy and fearful. That was death. Jesus was about to encounter a widowed woman in a funeral position that was carrying her only son to his burial place. We're not told how he died or what caused his death. And I believe that God stays silent on this because sometimes we can get bogged down in the details. It just does not matter how this young man died. What matters is that he did die and that he was the only son of this woman who has obviously lost her husband because the scripture says that she's a widow. Not only was this poor widow mourning the death of her only son, but she now is all alone in society. That did not have, uh, this, this society did not have provision for the care of widows. A widow in those days was in a totally vulnerable position. If there were no male relatives to protect her and provide for her, I'm sure that this widowed woman felt as though her life died when her son died. The scripture is silent on the widow's knowledge of Jesus Christ. She possibly had heard of him. Whatever her relationship or lack thereof, she does not approach Jesus with a heartfelt plea. She does not cry out to him at his presence. She is too torn. She's too mournful to even pray. But none of that mattered to Jesus. The scripture says that when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, do not weep. Jesus was and continues to be moved by the hurts and sorrows of his people. Notice with me that all of the initiative in this conversation was taken by the Lord and then not in response to faith, as with the centurion, but only in response to grief and human need. Don't weep. That's easy to say if it's not happening to your life. It's not your son. It's not your situation. We often tell others not to cry essentially because it makes us uncomfortable. When he tells you not to weep, something is about to happen. Next, encountering the Jesus that knows your every need. Jesus then touched the coffin, bringing to a halt the funeral procession. Verse 14 says, and he came and touched the bier. A bier is like a, a table uh, for the procession for the dead. And they, and they that bear him stood still. And he said, young man, I say unto thee, arise. Then with absolutely no ceremony, Jesus simply instructed the boy to rise up, which is immediately evident by his sitting up and speaking. And he said, young man, I say to you, arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak, and he delivered him to his mother. Without even the presence of faith, Jesus gave this son back to his mother. This woman did not ask Jesus to bring her son back to life. Jesus just knew what she needed in her life. The scripture says in Matthew 6 and 8, For your father knows what you need before you ask him. Psalm 44 and 21 says, For he knows the secrets of your heart. Jesus knew the heart of this widowed woman. He knew her condition. He knew that without this son, this woman was getting ready to live a life full of despair. Jesus knows what we need. 
and when we need it. I'm sure you have had an occasion when a check appeared in your mailbox when you were not expecting it, or someone gave you a you did not expect, but to find out it was exactly what you needed. God knows what we need and when we need it. So that brings me to my concluding thought. Encountering the Jesus of punctuality. There's a psalmist said he's an on-time God. Yes, he is. He may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. I'm sure this widow would have preferred that Jesus would have showed up like he did for the centurion service when her son was about to die. But that was not the case for this widow. You see, If Jesus had gone to the centurion's home as he started to, he would have been too late. Look how God orchestrated this encounter. Verse 3 says, And when he heard of Jesus, he sent unto him the elders of the Jews, beseeching him that he would come and heal his servant. The scripture says that he was beseeching or begging Jesus to come. Jesus begins to go to the centurion's home, and verse 6 says, Then Jesus went with him. Jesus was on his way. But then, oddly enough, the centurion's faith kicked in, and he sends word to Jesus when Jesus was now not far from the house. The centurion says, Lord, trouble not thyself, for I'm not worthy that thou shouldest enter under my roof. The centurion goes on to say, but say in a word, and my servant shall be healed. You see, if Jesus had gone to the centurion's home to heal the servant, it may have been too late for the widow. If Jesus had gotten to the town's gate of name one hour earlier, he would have missed the procession. So in my sanctified imagination, this is the reason why Jesus began to walk to the centurion's home. And if Jesus would have been one hour late, he would have missed the procession. So in my sanctified imagination, this is why the centurion had this all of a sudden burst of faith that he requested that Jesus just say a word and the servant would be healed. You can call these coincidences. You can call these happenstance. I call them miracles of God. You see, Jesus was right on time. He was able to meet this widow woman when she needed a savior. Jesus can be right on time in your life also. You see, it's not too late for you either. In this young man's case, he was already dead. There was no hope of life. There was no hope, period. His mother, the widow, had no hope. Essentially, she died when her son died. But then, There was this encounter with Jesus. I'm telling you, Jesus will fix it. Jesus restored the life of the son because of his compassion for the widow. Jesus changed the life of the widow because of of his compassion for her. Her son was given back to her just in the nick of time. Without Jesus in our lives, we are dead too. We are like this widow woman whose life had become so depressed, so downtrodden. She had no hope. She had no hope for her future. She was simply lost. 
But because of a Jesus encounter, her life suddenly turned around. He that hath the Son has life, and he that hath not the Son of God has not life. If you have Jesus in your life, you have Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. He heals your wounded spirit and your wounded heart. If you have Jesus in your life, you have Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. He'll provide your every need and some of your wants. If you have Jesus in your life, you have El Shaddai, God Almighty. In your weakness, God is strength. He will bear all of your heavy burdens. If you have Jesus in your life, you have Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of peace. In these times of terroristic threats, in these times of crime and murder, and of course, in all of this COVID, this Omicron variant, he will be your peace in this troubled land. With Jesus in our lives, we have an advocate. We have a support system. We have someone that has our back. Paul says in Romans 10 and 1, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Well, my heart's desire and prayer to God for you, my father's children, is that you might be saved. The scripture says in Romans 10, 9, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. The scripture goes on to say, for it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by confessing with your mouth that you are saved. The scripture says, whoever believes in him will not be disappointed. Have you had an encounter with Jesus? Has Jesus interrupted your miserable life? Have you invited Jesus into your life of no hope, your life of no abundance? Jesus in the scripture says that I have come, that they may have life, and that they may have life more abundantly. All we have to do is believe. And accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. Accept this Lord and Savior that is full of compassion. Accept this Lord and Savior that knows your every need. Accept this Lord and Savior that is always on time, for he's the Lord of punctuality. So I invite you to have an encounter with Jesus Christ. God bless you and thank you. Men Wrigley live in that white house down the street where I grew up. My mama used to send me over with that. We struck a friendship up. It's been a few long since. Mm. Out on his own porch swing. Said he was in a war in a nation. Lost his wife, lost his baby. I broke down and I asked him one How you keep going crazy? He said, I see my son and wife just a little while. I asked him what it meant. He looked at me and smiled and said, I raised my head. Bye. 
years later I was off to college Talking on the phone to my mom one night Getting all caught up in the gut Of the small town line She said, oh, by the way, child Old man Wrigley has died Praising God, 
because you know what? God has done so much for us. We won't be moved. Feet on solid ground and I will not 
sacrifice for me So why should I fear Your weapons won't prosper No, nothing at all Every single giant against me will fall
about the end, but listen, this is the most important part of the show. If you don't know the Lord, I'd like to encourage you to get to know him. And if you know him, I hope that you got to know him better on today. So you have a blessed day. Enjoy the rest of this show. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.